everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Cantina Hangouts. We're doing the Mandalorian recaps and reviews again. It's exciting. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. With me, I've dragged him back into this. <laughs> Kicking and screaming and baby yodeling or baby yaddling. No one's, no one's theorized about baby yaddle. Uh, my co-host and friend, Universa. Once they, once I got out, they keep pulling me back in. Yep, yep. We Just, sure um, love products. Yeah, you know what? I'm surprised that there wasn't a Godfather Part Three reference in uh, any of the Abrams Star Wars, because apparently he oh, yeah. loves <laughs> Godfather Part Three. And he I, had to I reference love Godfather it. Part Three. Yeah, but um, he re- have we we've talked about this that J.J. Abrams references Godfather Part Three in Into Darkness. Yeah, it's that's, that's weird. That's it's a weird weirdest, movie to reference it in. That's the weirdest like. Uh, flex ever well speaking of weird flexes john favreau is back with his hit series i think it's okay to call it a hit series it's yeah pretty it's widely good. popular pretty widely beloved unless you're in our corner of the internet and there's like five of us fucking nerds who are like this might be a bad show uh, but yeah. but in all fairness, we, we ended last season very positive. I thought yeah. those last two episodes were genuinely great. Did, did, we, did we end it positive? I don't remember. Uh, I, I liked those last two episodes a oh, lot. Okay. I thought those were excellent television. See, imagine, um, like, so it's been a year since we recorded. What if we just froze ourselves and now we wake up? And it's like... Oh, <laughs> we'd, we'd be in a very different state of mind. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't even know how to begin to wrap my mind around that but you know what <laughs> it's late we're recording right after immediately watching these because we're nerds um yeah, nerds. trying to hit that we haven't now. we haven't shared any of our thoughts about this episode gene i'll go to you first my friend because you're, you're doing me a favor by doing this at one o'clock in the morning oh, it's all right. what did you oh, think about the season premiere well you know the fans could see me unshaven and just like sleepless because we're on cameras now but I was going to say, uh, just uh, thanks for having me back. I brought my uh, Star Wars shirt. Did you bring anything? Star Wars shirt? I brought my little pink canteen. Oh, okay. You have a canteen. And then you have this uh, green shirt. It looks like a throw-up bag like Yoda wears. Well, it's gray. It's gray, yeah. Yoda one's gray. It looks kind of green. with the. I don't have a green screen. This is just... Yeah. <laughs> this is a disaster. <laughs> But uh, for uh, the first episode, uh, I think uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, uh, first, first impression, I didn't get uh, frustrated like I was with some of the episodes last year. And um, it was a little over-explanative, but hey, that's all right. I mean, uh, you know, at least they explain stuff instead of having like fucking Sith troopers that are apparently the uh, descendants of Sith worshippers that we should have known. Oh yeah! Oh reference. yeah! We're we're coming off a uh, post episode. Rise of Skywalker yeah, world nine. also. Yeah. If, uh, if we could cut to a clip, the best, or if we could cut to a tweet, the best tweet ever is Elijah Wood tweeting. How would how would we have known that? Oh yeah. For yeah. like every I like, like that guy. Everything unexplained in, in episode nine. Yeah. Well, almost nothing goes unexplained in this yeah. series now. And I don't. Cause... I don't. I don't think that's really that bad i mean not even comparing it to uh 
No, no, no. I, I yeah. for for Mandalorian. I, I'm commenting strictly Mandalorian. Yeah. Our our comments on Rise of Skywalker are available on the podcast as well, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and a Patreon commentary. I want to keep that one behind the Patreon wall because that oh. uh that commentary gets a little mean. But <laughs> uh, too many nine eleven jokes, I guess. No, no. It's just we kind of let that movie have it. <laughs> it kind of deser- it doesn't not deserve it, but yeah, it just so like it's a, it's such a movie. Made by nepotism, created by the most nepotism person, and well, here, here, by nepotism a posi- positive, a positive right now is that uh, I think, I think yeah. this show is just gonna. I th- I think if this is just a bad show, but I enjoy it. I think I I found a rhythm to enjoying it right now. Okay. I enjoyed watching it. I enjoy recording. I genuinely was looking forward to recording this at one in the morning with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I enjoy I, watching people's reactions. And you know what? I enjoy being kind of the sourpuss on this series. <laughs> There's plenty of people to like yeah. it. We can kind of dig at it. I like talking about it. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it, I, it, I, it was fine. Yeah. I enjoy talking to you. I enjoy, uh, you know, not sleeping. But uh, no, yeah, it's nice to talk about uh, something just so like far and away from everything going on right now. Yeah, um, yeah. and my Give boy Timothy Oliphant from Justified, Justified fans, raise the roof. Oh Looks yeah, like he'll be coming back also eventually. Yeah. He was the uh, the uh, uh, this episode was just a red herring to be like, oh, Boba Fett is dead. Aha, uh-huh, he's actually alive. We're, right. Full spoilers on these discussions again. No one cares. Um, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the Mandalorian episodes, like I, I assume you just tapped out of the first season, like we almost. Did. I don't <laughs> but, know. Like, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you should know by now. Full full spoiler warnings for recap reviews. Like you're an adult, probably if you're watching these, you know that. Um, um I love uh, Timothy Alphan. He's good in uh, Live Free or Die Hard. That's that's fast. He is. He is. He, he he's uh, a good villain in that movie. He's like a good uh, sleazy porn producer in The Girl Next Door. If anyone's seen that movie, I, I have not seen that movie. He's good in, um, he's good in everything. He's yeah, no, he's, like he's a, great. Like a comic book villain. <laughs> oh, who who he was? Someone I don't know. But well, um, he was like hit, he was in Hitman. He was the Hitman. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Agent Forty Seven or whatever the fuck that's called. No, no, no. He was in the first Hitman movie. Yeah, doesn't matter. They're written by the same dude. <laughs> So doesn't, um, but he's good in this, and he's the misdirect for the Boba Fett armor, and I was kind of rolling my eyes, like, whatever. At least that's that's done. At least he's dead because that's not, um, the actor Tabar Morrison who's playing Boba Fett in the the prequel. So whatever, we're done with that. Right. And no, the Boba Fett is alive, and I think this episode just exists so you could get the Mandalorian versus Boba Fett showdown. Like that yeah. makes sense. And it does, like whatever. Um, yeah, I'm I mean, looking who, forward to that. Who knows if him and Boba Fett, the actual Boba Fett, will even fight? I bet that's a season three thing because uh, not not to like already get like into sourpuss mode because I did enjoy watching this this episode. But an interview with Giancarlo Esposito, who plays Moff Gideon, uh, who has the dark saber in this series has said, has gone on records saying like, oh, you think Mandalorian's good now? Season three and four are where it gets really crazy. And it's like, <laughs> why would, <laughs> just just make it good and crazy now. Yeah. Don't, 
don't don't hold out on me man like i want to like this more than i do <laughs> like who does that I, i'm not blaming him it's just it's john favreau who i'm actually we're we both said we're big fans of otherwise yeah. generally yeah um everything except the lion king finally saw I that saw lion king that. movie I'm good without watching it. It's uh, pretty fucking boring. <laughs> I didn't expect anything else. Um, I don't know why oh, he didn't they... have the animals fucking emote, but all right. Um, that's, but, uh, that's his he... choice. But he got to direct this episode. This first episode he's right. directed for the series. First time, first time and, he's directed um, on the show, actually. Yeah, yeah. It and really shows. Uh... It really <laughs> shows. <laughs> Because uh, the not last like, time we were on Tatooine was the Dave Filoni directed episode. Not like those Dave Filoni episodes. Boy, did that leave a bad impression on me. Um, sorry, he's a he's a great writer, not yeah. a director. That's okay. That's not everyone can do both. You know, that's he's, just not uh, a thing. He's not a good, not a tested live action director yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's you know uh, doing the Avatar retrospectives. He did some fantastic episodes in that first season before he hopped over to Clone Wars, like some top 10 best of the show material stuff. And obviously Clone Wars, great stuff. So I, I wonder if Filoni grew a little bit in that. We'll see in episode five this year. Yeah. Um, uh, John Favreau is like one of the kings of Hollywood right now. And like, uh, I know we're like kind of bagging him for Lion King and stuff like that, but like, He's been experimenting with like digital technology for so long now, mm-hmm. and like the series is shooting on like those those cool lots with like that new LED screen stuff. Right. And so um, he makes it feel much more naturalistic, like the mix of practical and the heavier VFX stuff. Yeah. Whereas some of the other directors didn't really get that, and that's like fine because this is also genuinely new tech. You yeah. know, it's a, it's a new playground, but uh, he just he makes it feel like it's um like it's actually very cinematic yeah the cool. uh it's like a video game screen that they have behind them it's like an led sort of uh thing it's really cool and interesting just looking at the science of that the coolest thing yeah no it's it's terrific and i think it'll actually make things a lot easier for mm-hmm. filmmakers uh of of all pedigrees and and uh, budget sizes so i i that's just that's just great stuff. That's like a big leap, the same way like the Star Wars prequels were like a big leap for like digital technology back then. So right. all that stuff, very cool, very thumbs up from from us. Um, yeah, the episode's like fine though. Uh, Tim of the Elephant's great. I like that John Favreau just loves the Tuscan Raiders. He's like, no, 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 they're actually cool and not um, maybe a little racist coded. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I like I like that stuff. You know. I was thinking actually about. Tuscan Raiders because uh, I was talking about episode two and then uh, if Anakin is such a parallel for, Bu- for Bush and the way he uh, you know just like talks about the Tuscan Raiders is kind of uh, weird. <laughs> yep. Them. Yep. Yeah. yeah you know Anakin Skywalker you feel for the kid but also it's like some of the Jedi could have probably talked about i feel like the jedi if they were smart should have had some therapy to go through like yeah kind of decontextualize his more racist tendencies do you think uh do you think in the star wars universe people are like how they are now with bush where they're like oh you know compared to this other guy darth vader wasn't so bad (laughs) (laughs) like how all these uh how all these uh i don't know like just 
naive people go, yeah, Bush wasn't that ga- bad compared to this guy. Yeah, Bush wasn't that bad. He didn't destabil- destabilize entire countries <laughs> and bomb how many innocent people. Um, yeah. Like, oh, this Kylo Ren, he's the worst. Darth Vader. He's the worst bad guy in the galaxy. We've never had anyone. Darth Vader? Nah, Darth Vader would be on our side. Like <laughs> The Emperor? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that makes that's actually a very frustrating time. <laughs> um, supposed to be talking about Star Wars. Oh, Mandalorian. Uh, I don't know Th- these episodes. There's not a lot of meat on their bones, and I think that's also something we've generally criticized about it too. Is that like there's just not that much like character yeah. or like story or themes to go right. on it's, with it's, it. Um, it's kind of uh, you know it has like a man with no name sort of. Uh, lone man in desert sort of feel um i did i did feel that they uh really course corrected that this episode i will go to back yeah they 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 found a balance to keep it at least engaging you know and it's like i think that's why the last two episodes of the first season i have such a fond memory of too is because they were like okay it's we're bringing like everyone in the supporting cast from the prior episodes back right so mandalorian is like not that interesting but you surround him with people that are interesting so like he can be like this object of mystique and intrigue right that's how you make that work when it was just by himself and baby yoda it's like they they never found a way and even in this episode even though i did like they never found a way to frame him interesting like direct like the body language and the physicality in a way that like um exudes a performance or like an identity and so maybe they'll figure that out later this season yeah. but everything else was fun this episode because yeah. it's like two people who don't talk interacting with each other a whole episode yeah so. and i keep wanting them to do more like wolf and cub stuff yeah because like the excitement of wolf and cub or lone wolf and cub is that both the, the lone wolf and the cub get involved in the action scenes. He keeps kicking baby Yoda away, you know? He's got to start outfitting that thing with like yeah. weapons or something or have baby Yoda start pushing people away. Like right. that sounds ridiculous and kind of dumb. But in a future where they have space laser swords and blaster rockets, they spent half this episode building giant bows and arrows. And that was kind of fun and awesome. So who cares, you know? I want to see Baby Yoda get in on the action, not just stand there on the side. That's yeah. my that's my pitch for this season. But uh, I otherwise, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't really have or too much like, else to say. Outfit his, like, cart with, like, spears or rockets or something. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do in the, the movies for one we'll think of. Exactly, exactly. You know, give him little lightsabers on the side. Just let him spin around in a circle. Yeah. You know, that's what I want to see. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm excited. Tomorrow Morrison's back. I like that's a yeah, good actor. Um, because I was gonna say I'm really glad he's back because uh, I think I don't know if uh, I could be mistaken, but like when Timothy Olfant was uh, announced, it was kind of uh, misreported that he was playing Boba Fett. I think. I think there was like murmurs and stuff, but there was like to to the credit of the actual show and the people working on it, I think that was kind of like the zeitgeist, not the actual like production saying he's playing Boba Fett. Right. You know, I think it was yeah. like announcement that he was in this the season and that right. was it. 
because I was going to say, people are like, oh, he's playing Boba Fett, that's good casting, but Boba Fett is uh, supposed to be... Uh, he's Django. a Pacific Islander. Yeah, Pacific, yeah, yeah. he's uh, supposed to be based off uh, of Django, who's uh, played by a Pacific Islander, so that'd be uh, weird. Yeah, I mean, that'd be, yeah. that'd be whitewashing. Yeah, it'd be whitewashing. Yeah, um, yeah cause, uh, and then, too, like, they go out of their way to, like, replace the original Boba Fett's voice and, like, the pre... The, the original trilogy and all the special editions, which I guess works. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I actually kind of like the original Boba Fett's voice a little bit. I, was I, like, I do too. It's yeah, it's so menacing, but uh, no offense to uh, Tamora Mauerson, who uh, yeah, in all the video games he plays Boba Fett. He's uh, actually pretty good. Yeah, and I mean, like credit to to George Lucas for uh, like really giving him like kind of one of the more iconic like movie roles and, and yeah. science fiction too you know so I, I i'm glad that they they stuck around with that that they're not trying to wipe that away well i was gonna say it's like they keep uh they keep hiring that guy back and then one time he actually appears as boba fett they're like no <laughs> that would have been messed up <laughs> yeah yeah that, that would have been um but no i mean i'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season i'm looking forward yeah. to these conversations looking forward to the guests we could yeah. have on yeah, so what keep an eye out for that. Do you uh do you like Boba Fett? I, I want to ask you about. I like Tamora Morrison. I oh, like okay. I like the the backstory and the character of Jango Fett and Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I've never liked Boba Fett by himself. This could be the opportunity <laughs> where I like Boba Fett by himself for the first time in Star Wars history, mm-hmm. apart from Return of the Jedi. Where I have been, uh, yeah, that's the one thing I'm like iffy about because I like his death so much in that goofy ass movie. Yeah, such a but, such uh, an afterthought. Because I was gonna say you never had like a toy of Boba Fett or. Everything. I had toys of Boba Fett. It's a cool. It's a cool looking character. You know, that's why he's popular. Is that the wrong with like just enjoying something because it kind of looks cool? You know, I think if we put it on a pedestal, it becomes a problem. Yeah, but, you know, it's like like the way I enjoy the Mandalorian now. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I do think it kind of it kind of sucks, but I'm enjoying watching it, and I'm enjoying these conversations. So, yeah. unless it like starts getting like the first Tatooine episode level bad again, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna be like, hey, we gotta stop doing these. Yeah, because uh, I think I, I was rewatching it. I skipped that episode. I rewatched oh, the first. Probably season. a good call. I hate that episode. It's just terrible. It's it's real bad. Like, you know what? I think if, we if were they, too nice to it. If they were gonna go out their way to just rehash stuff, they could have given me like fucking Max Rebo or something. Cool. Yeah, you know what? This is the note I will end on. Then we could wrap up on your thoughts too. Um, they give us the Twin Sons again because it's fucking Tatooine. Everyone, but George Lucas jerks off to the Twin Sons on Tatooine, and then they also gave us the reveal of Boba Fett being alive Which, as well. So it's like, okay, uh, fine, you're. You're you're doing fan service, but you're like doing it all at once, so right? Like, okay, Cause, whatever. Because I was gonna say just to bag, not to bag on that a little bit more, but so apparently they were like, oh yeah, you know, you were supposed to know it was Boba Fett because of his iconic spurs. His spur, his spurs are iconic, and oh, like in that one fucking episode, <laughs> yeah, in that one episode, and you just see fucking boots. I don't remember. You see like a silhouette, and, and because you hear spurs they're like oh yeah that's supposed to be uh that was supposed to be both that you didn't get it it's like no i didn't fucking get it because it's 
It's the it's like a subtle sound design choice from like Ben Burt in like the original trilogy that you could barely hear. You have to like put the volume up. No, I couldn't fucking hear it. I thought it was like Cad Bane or something. Yeah, like uh, I, I really did. Like I think in the that episode that we recorded that year, I was like, oh yeah, was, uh, when we had Sean on, Sean Fallon. I was like, it's Cad Bane. <laughs> I look fucking foolish. You know what? Um, I know we're like digging like this show's nothing but just fan service now. Like no one can say the sequel trilogy is just fan service and say nothing about this show ever again. Yeah. But I would like to see Cad Bane because yeah. I like I like the design of that character. Well, He's just uh, a blue cowboy, but I like I like that yeah, character. I like him. Seemed live action. He's the one that gives Boba Fett his little dent. In the helmet it's from a deleted scene <laughs> in Clone really? Yeah, there's an animatic that they did for an episode for the cut, all the cunts cut content for like the next season. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And uh, they, it's like it was finished, it's animated, it doesn't show what happens, but it's Cad Bane dueling Boba Fett, and then he gives them the little dent. And Dave Filoni could have picked that because that was finished, the animatic to do for the last season, but he didn't. He gave us three episodes of Spice Running. No, those episodes are bangers. That that <laughs> well, last season, I, I don't is, know is about so movies. good. I just wanted to see fucking Spice Running. No, there's more going on than just Spice Running in that. That's that the last season of Clone Wars wipes the floor with the best of Mandalorian. The worst yeah. of that last season wipes the floor with the best of this stuff. <laughs> I just, but um, I was not a fan of that episode. Uh, yeah. I, I, Everyone's out of their mind because I've heard that criticism before too. But uh, yeah, final thoughts on on this episode of The Mandalorian, the the Marshall, I think it's called. Yeah, um, it's certainly engaging. It's uh, it's uh, really well put together. I think it does overexplain and kind of have a bit of fan service, but it's not to a fault where it becomes a, uh, you know, like oh hey, here's Chewbacca's medal. You guys wanted that, you, you fucking nerds. Well, here it is. It's kind of like, oh yeah, he's uh, here's dead, uh, here's Boba Fett's armor off a corpse. There you go. Let's look mm-hmm. at that. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't find it uh, too eye-winky or uh, uh, unsatisfying. And I, I think it generally listened to the criticisms of the first season. We're starting to see that maybe. So I'm pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty satisfied so far. I hope I'm not going to get grumpy the next couple of recordings, but we'll see. Yeah, well, maybe the next ones we won't do directly at one in the morning. We'll 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 see, depending on our schedules too, because we'll see how the world reacts next week to oh, certain yeah. other events that we have to worry about. I know, I know, mm-hmm. fuck. But um, try not to think about that. Thanks. I know. I am sorry. I'm gonna drink so much next week. I know it, regardless of what happens. But uh, yeah, I guess that that that's it for this episode of the Cantina Hangouts. Oh, um, there's a big dragon in this episode yeah let's talk about the dragon. i like monsters in star wars good good job everyone i that looks Kaya, really good that was the kaya dragon it's, is that what it's Obi- called i don't know yeah you hear obi-wan making the call in episode four he's like Whoa. oh yeah yeah but so star, star wars is so fucking nerdy that, you know it. that's yeah that's not like you know a reference it's just a subtle little thing no no i know i love star wars is like it has all this nerdy shit if you look like really hard and that's kind of why it's great too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Gene, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Gene9892. 
and you can follow me at the Diego Crespo. Check out the Waffle Press on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and Patreon. All the Mandalorian episodes are going to be up like basically the day the episodes go up. So just stick tuned for that. They won't be on the Patreon. Uh, they'll just be out for you to watch and listen to on your drives and your mornings and your afternoons, whatever have you. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We have been professionally unprofessional. <laughs>